Hello, and welcome to the Rebuilding Relationships Podcast. My name is Carrie Vasquez, and I'm a relationship coach and strategist. But most importantly, I am a Jesus lover. I'm a wife, a mom to five children, and a grandmom. Each week, I'm going to be here with a guest or a message for you to help you love yourself deeper, fall in love again, and restore your relationships with God and others. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am so happy and honored to have you back here with me today. And I am so excited about starting a little mini series where basically I'm going to be talking about the four foundational acts to rebuilding your relationship. And I believe these are four foundational acts that are so important and so critical in order for you to rebuild uh, your marriage or rebuild any relationship, really. And I'm so excited about starting this series. And the first foundational act is forgiveness. I'm going to dive right in today. I talked in my Uh, about me or my unfaithful to faith-filled episode, I talked a lot about forgiveness. And forgiveness is one of those things that I believe is, is number one. It's key. It's foundational. I truly believe that without forgiveness, we will not go very far in our relationships because when we are holding on to things and we're not forgiving our spouse or really anyone in our lives, it causes um, us to build a wall. It causes us to have the, you know, I talked about a lot about resentment, bitterness. All of these things grow from us having unforgiveness. I know and I believe that that is what caused the failure of my first marriage. And I believe if it wasn't for forgiveness that my marriage now, my second marriage would have ended. So let's dive into this first uh, foundational truth in rebuilding your relationship um, and that first foundational truth being forgiveness. I'm going to start out by um, I'm going to give you four. It's I'm going to give you four Fs. I kind of like to, you know, think of words that will help us to remember, um, remember a step or remember a process. Some of this I have learned along the way. I've done a lot of reading. Uh, I will always reference anything specifically that I get uh, from any book or pastor or speaker or influencer, I always quote them if it is a quote that I get from them. Uh, I truly went through this process of really just going through my life over the past couple of years and created steps to say, okay, what has worked for me? What has helped me? What have I seen other couples do that are have been married for a very long time? What have I seen them do? that allows them to love and have that strong um, marriage? What have they done? And whenever I speak to older couples, I actually ask them, I usually say, what's the secret? You know, what's your secret to um, being married for so many years? 
And you'll hear me say this uh, probably more than once, that nine times out of 10, when I have asked couples, what is the secret? The husband is usually the one that will speak up and say, my wife is always right. (laughs) And I don't say that just because I'm a wife. I say it because it's honestly what I always hear. Um, And it's the cutest thing because I usually ask older couples, um, honestly, couples that have been married 50 plus years. And that is usually what they say. That's usually what they start with. And then they do, um, I've had some couples that go on to say, um, you know, communication and just understanding each other. And another one is that a lot of things are just not that serious. There are certain things that we look at and to us, we think the world's coming to an end or we feel like it's such a serious situation or reaction that our spouse gave us. And the reality is sometimes we just blow it out of proportion. So let's get started with the four F's to forgiveness. And the first one is going to be facts. Know the facts. So many times we will create a scenario or create additional set information that's really based on feelings or it's based on assumption and it's not a fact. Sometimes we feel hurt by a situation. We've been offended. Something's been done to us, uh, said about us, and we will add to the story. Or we share the story or we share the incident or the offense with someone close to us. And then other people will add to the story. And that becomes our truth or we kind of make it our truth sometimes because we're so angry and frustrated and it's very easy for us to blow something up or make it more than it is. Sometimes the offense is so bad or the hurt is so bad that, you know, we almost maybe protect ourselves or we justify our feelings by creating more out of that situation uh, than what really happened. And, And it's completely understandable. But adding to the story or adding to that offense or that hurt only creates a ground for more bitterness and more anger, more resentment. And it doesn't help anyone, especially you. I speak that from, you know, a place of uh, that I've been in before. And when we create a situation or a scenario uh, that's already hurtful and then we add to it, Uh, It only puts us in a darker place. It takes us, it doesn't, it's nothing positive in that. It takes us to a more negative place and it causes us to hold on to hurt. And the, the thing with forgiveness is that forgiveness is really, it's, um, or unforgiveness 
it's an imprisonment that we put ourselves in. I believe it's 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 a prison. It's walls that we build up around us. And I think we do it because we're trying to protect ourselves, our feelings. It's kind of like our natural fight or flight uh, mode that our brains take us to when when we're afraid or we feel hurt or we're trying to protect ourselves. But this is why it's so important for uh, for you to take the time out to process and to think about what are the facts to this situation. So the first thing I'm going to say is write them down. Uh, this is something, an exercise that I have probably, I want to say close to 100% of my clients, I will have them go through this process. Uh, you know, maybe it's not 100%. I've had clients that I work with on uh, career changes or, you know, um, it's in the workplace type of coaching. And so therefore, I don't necessarily have them do this exercise. But when it comes to love relationships, I'm going to say it's probably 100% of the time that I will have my clients write down, I call it the F it list, and it's the forgive it list. So um, I also write about this in my book, Recreate Your Love, and which will be coming out soon. So you'll see it there if you get the book, um, but basically write down, write your effort list, write down that list, the list of things that you have been hurt by. And I usually say, put it into categories, maybe by people. I always love to start with ourselves, right? So start with you because I'm sure there are things that you may not have realized, but there are probably things that you have not forgiven yourself for. And the reality is, is that if you can't forgive yourself, it's going to be harder for you to forgive others. Uh, I, it's important for you to extend to you what you want to extend to other people. When you're able to do that, you will begin to find it easier to have grace towards other people. Uh, when you're hard on yourself, naturally, you want to be hard on other people. You figure, I can't catch a break. Why should you? <laughs> and I know that this is a, a mentality that I had, an attitude that I had for most of my life. And Sadly, because I had it for most of my life, I think I still use it a lot of times and my kids can even um, attest to this, that I've had a very big suck it up mentality. Um, my little sister can tell the story, but I'll tell it for her. Um, when she was little and I would do her hair and I'd be pulling her hair, she'd have knots. It, you know, she would, it would hurt her and my saying to her was take the pain. And I I was 11 when she was born. So it was maybe, I was probably 12, 13, you know, brushing her hair um, when she got a little older, probably maybe even a little older than that. And I would just tell her, take the pain, take the pain <laughs> as I was brushing her hair. And she's a really tough cookie right now. So that was probably a result of that. But you are able to forgive yourself, then you're able to just extend that to other people. So that's number first and foremost. What have you not forgiven yourself for? 
I know that I had held on as a mom. I had held on to a lot of guilt. So watching my kids struggle with the changes in just home life, changes from, you know, one dad to another, uh, to having a stepdad, this was something that I had, um, I had guilt about. And I believe that this is something that pretty much probably led up to my separation because, you know, every time I came home and there was arguing and the kids weren't getting along with each other, they weren't getting along with their stepdad. Um, and it, um, it was primarily also the older girls cause they, they were, um, nine and seven when Carlos and I got married, you know, it was hard. And I believe that I, had resentment and held on to that. So my son at one point was really struggling and I sat in the car with him one day. He was crying and I had punished him. He wasn't able to play football, but we were at practice. He had to sit out and he just left to the car crying and I get in the car and I said to him, I was like, what is the deal? Like, what is going on with you? I just don't understand. Now, my kids and I have been have pretty much, for the most part, not 100%, but we've been pretty open in communication. Um, I've been, we talk a lot. I try to uh, be really open with them and have open conversation with them in communication. So my son and I, we've, we're pretty close. And this day is will probably be imprinted in my head forever while I have gone through the process of forgiveness and have asked him for forgiveness. Um, and we've gone through that process. The reality is we can release, let go, and forgive, but it doesn't mean that the thought of it leaves our mind and we never remember it. Um, sometimes there are situations that stick with us and this is one of them. But my son that day said to me, you keep giving me dads that leave me. And that just pierced through my heart. Um, I hurt for him in that moment and realize that at this point in time, my son was probably eight or nine. Uh, but I realized that, you know, my choices, how my choices had affected him and had affected my children. It was just, it was real. So I had to go through a process of forgiving myself. And that is key. That's number one. Um, go through that process, write down the things that you feel you have not forgiven yourself for. And once you write all those things down, and you're going to do this for each area um, that we'll discuss. So it's for yourself. You'll do this for your spouse, and you're going to do this for other people in your life or people that have been in your life in the past, maybe. Um, so you're going to write this down. Write down whatever has hurt, whatever has been the offense, what has hurt you, what you feel that you have not forgiven. A lot of times you can think of something that maybe stirs up anger and frustration and uh, maybe pisses you off and makes you go off. Those things are probably the things that you have to work through and go through the process of forgiveness. So write down all those things and you really need to 
make a choice. Forgiveness is a decision like many things in life. We just need to make the decision. We have a free will. We need to make the choice to forgive. And once you write these things down, you are making a choice that whatever you write on down on paper, and it should be everything you can think of, everything. And then just go through the process, whether you have to read each item out, each thing, each offense, each hurt, or you can lump it all together. And at the very end, I want you to write it down, right? I forgive you. So if it's for yourself, for example, for myself, it would be, Carrie, I forgive you for all of these things. And I think it's also important, this is the second F, is to understand your fears. Because sometimes you don't release something because you're, you have fears behind it. You're afraid whether it's that someone's going to do it again, I'm going to be hurt again. What if I, um, what if I see this person? What if I, uh, do I have to have a relationship with this person? Which the answer is no. You know, you don't always have to, forgiveness does not mean being, uh, now I'm your friend again, or now we're married again, or we're going to stay married, or we're going to get back together. Forgiveness simply means that I forgive you for the offense, for the hurt, for whatever it was that happened that I felt hurt by, that I'm holding on to, I forgive you. And also forgiveness sometimes has to come with out the sorry. So we're not always going to get the I'm sorry for people. Some people may have passed away and gone on. You know, they they live nowhere around us. They've, they've died. They uh, We don't even know how to get in contact with them. But being able to go through that process, whether we get an apology or not, is so important. And fears sometimes will create things that are fake or that are not real. And it's so important to understand our fears and to, I guess, like debunk or to let go of the stuff that's not a reality. So sometimes you can have a fear that's just, it's not a reality. It's the chances of it happening are slim to none. Sometimes the chances are higher, but understand that it's just a fear that you have. And if you allow your fears to hold you back from being able to move forward, you're going to live a life in a box you you might struggle with depression. You might struggle with anxiety. And while those struggles could very well just be medical, chemi- chemical related, a lot of times it's also related to things that we are holding on to. I'm sure you've heard, and if you haven't, you'll hear it now. You know, when you think of disease, you know, of illness, the word disease, it's, you know, they it's dis, D-I-S, ease. So not having, um, being unsettled. And I believe, you know, anxiety, depression, it's a disease that is plaguing so many people today because we are just holding on to so much stuff so much stress and it's causing this depression and anxiety. So releasing your fears um, is the next F. That is the next step to move closer to forgiveness. The third one 
is fix it. So make it right. Uh, Make it right with yourself, with God, with others. So going through and identifying whether it's, can I have the conversation with this person now that I've written everything down and that I've gone through the process of forgiveness between myself and myself or myself and God, now can I fix it in a way that I can have the conversation with this person? And, you know, it doesn't mean, again, fix it in terms of, oh, now we're friends again. But sometimes having that conversation is is needed. And I know if you're married, having the conversation with your spouse is so important in order for you to be able to begin the rebuilding process. So when I talked about um, me being unfaithful with my husband, I believe that that was a conversation that I needed to have because I did not forgive myself. I felt bad for what I had done. I knew that I was wrong. So when I had the conversation with my husband, uh, that was my fix it. That was my way of, you know, I wasn't going to fix it in the sense of taking away the hurt, making it right. Um, It wasn't going to disappear. But I knew that that was the closest I would get to making things right was to ask him for forgiveness. Sometimes this forgiveness process is us forgiving someone else. And sometimes the forgiveness process is us asking someone else to forgive us. So sometimes we've done something wrong. We have wronged someone. And we know, especially if, you know, you have a heart that wants to do the right thing. If you have a heart that wants to be right or do right by people and love people and care for them, you will remember and you know when you've wronged somebody. I know that there are people um, in my life that I haven't been able to get in contact with or I've had the fear of getting in contact with them, but I I haven't forgotten how I've wronged them. But I've had to go through the process of forgiving myself for making a poor decision, a bad decision, a stupid decision. And I've done that process because whatever wrongs I have done, I truly have been sorry for them. Um, And that's where my heart has been. So fixing it and trying to make it right um, with yourself, with God, because there's things that we need, you know, as a believer, I believe that I have to go before my father, before God in heaven and ask him to forgive me when I know that I've done something wrong. So spiritually, do you need to cleanse that yourself? Um, and then with others, um, and I always say, start with your spouse. That's number one. So when you've gone through the process of writing it down, of going through the process of forgiveness, releasing your fears and and the lies and what's fake of the situation. Another example I'll give is sometimes, let's just say, you know, something happened with your spouse. Automatically, you can start to go to thoughts like, see, he doesn't love me. Or if he really cared about me, he wouldn't have done this. Or if he really cared about me or if he really loved me, it would have been this way or that way. And the reality is that if you speak to your spouse, those are probably lies. They're probably fake, false, not true. And 
he would, I know my husband many times has been like, really? Like you thought that, like you thought all of that from this one situation. Like I didn't take out the trash and you just made up in your mind that I didn't love you and that I was too big of a man to take out trash or, you know, like whatever the situation is. But the point is that sometimes, especially, um, especially us as women, us women, sometimes we can make something a lot bigger than it is. So make things right, release those um, fears, make things right. And then you have, you find freedom. You will have freedom once you release and you let go. And the freedom piece of it, I love to have my clients um, have a, like a symbolism of just basically having a fire pit, having uh, a moment of burning this paper um, as a symbol of release and forgiveness and freedom. So I, you know, I always say safety first, make sure that, you know, whether it's a fire pit, I, you know, they, some will do it in, in a, their kitchen sink in, uh, you know, a pot, whatever, uh, whatever method you want to choose that is safe and will not hurt you or burn anything down, but that piece of paper, <laughs> um, go ahead and do that method. But I believe that my favorite personally is just having a fire pit, something outside in a safe environment that's controlled. Um, but I, that's my favorite because my husband and I love sitting around a fire pit and just spending time together in that way, which is one reason why we're looking forward to the fall. <laughs> we were just sitting outside yesterday and it was such a cool night. It was like in the 60s. And we were talking about how we're looking forward to setting up the fire pit. But anyway, having that like ceremony of freedom. And I always recommend that you both do it. If your spouse is on board to doing it, if you have to do it by yourself, do it by yourself. Because once you go through this process of forgiveness and you have forgiven yourself, your spouse and others, this becomes a daily practice. It doesn't just happen once and you're done. I'm not saying burn paper every day. (laughs) What I'm saying is go through this process of release and then each and every day, you know, it's kind of like gratitude. You might have to do do a check-in with yourself um, and check in and say like, how am I feeling today? You may need to do a check-in with yourself and basically see how am I feeling today? Uh, Where am I at? And am I holding on to something that happened today? And if you find yourself holding on to something that bothered you in that day, release it. Have the conversation if you need to with the person. Sometimes the conversation doesn't need to be had. There's times that you realize, you know, I was emotional. I was irrational. irrational. Um, I was annoyed. And maybe it was my response that uh, needed to be addressed. Or maybe the person did hurt me or say something they shouldn't have. But it's not even a conversation that needs to, to, to be had. It, and that's something that you can uh, determine 
But at the end of the day, uh, forgiveness is, I believe, is the number one foundational act that needs to happen. It releases you. It tears down the walls that keep you blocked in, that keep you in this in this hole, in a box, in this prison, however you want to look at it. And when you tear down these walls, this is when you can really begin to live again. And I want you all to be able to operate and live in this freedom of forgiveness. So I hope that this first part of the series um, for rebuilding your relationship um, is helpful to you. Uh, I'm going to have three more foundational acts that I believe are key in rebuilding your relationship and basically setting the foundation to having a strong relationship. Uh, because, you know, um, your relationship, and I've heard something like this being said, and I'll probably mess it all up. Your relationship is, or anything that you build, is only as strong as the foundation that you build it on. So I always love the stories of like, if you build on the sand, you know, it's going to fall apart probably sooner rather than later, or it's going to start to deteriorate. Um, but if you build, on the rock or you build on a cement concrete foundation, then you're going to have a solid building. You're going to have a solid house, right? And there's going to be maintenance that you're going to need to do regularly, right? So to maintain that house, to maintain a healthy, you know, foundation, uh, there's cracks that might come and you may need to refill them, but this is what this is all about. You know, if you have a crack and, and that crack is a lack of forgiveness, let's fill it and let's maintain a strong foundation in your marriage and in your relationships. So as always, I hope that uh, this has blessed you today. And I'm sure that this is going to be a big topic um, throughout um, my episodes because I believe um, I believe in forgiveness so much, um, and I believe it is it's just critical, it's key, it's so important. So, again, hope this has blessed you, and I look forward to having you back at my next episode. Be blessed and have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. I hope that I have served you on the highest level. And if I have, please be sure to share this episode and give me a great rating on iTunes so that I can continue to serve you and others. Now head on over to my website and grab your free copy of the first chapter of my book called Recreate Your Love. It's coming out soon. My website is www.passion4visions.com. And while you're there, go ahead and check out more of my services. My heart is always to serve you with much love. Have an amazing week and be sure to head back next week for our next episode. 
please understand that anything shared on my show, the Rebuilding Relationships podcast, is intended to give you tips, tools, and strategies to help you transform your relationships and your life. While I am a certified coach, I am not a licensed therapist or a doctor. So please be sure to seek professional medical advice when you feel necessary. Take care.